you guys shouldn't listen to Joycelyn. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, look, I think it's just a preference thing. Hi, welcome to the podcast. I'm Nicole, your player one. And I'm Joycelyn, your player two. And today, we've got a player three. Aiden, care to say hi? No, I think I'm good. Oh my nice. <laughs> I know, right? Such an interesting intro. <laughs> I know, so cool. <laughs> Alright, and today, Indie House, we've got Hollow Knight by Team Cherry. It's an action and platformer adventure game. A short premise of the game is Forge Your Own Path in Hollow Knight, an epic action-adventure through a vast ruined kingdom of insects and heroes. Explore twisting caverns, battle-tainted creatures, and befriend bizarre bugs, all in a classic hand-drawn 2D style. And some contact warnings for the game are fantasy violence and mild blood. The game is available on Steam for Windows, Mac, and Linux. And the price is $14.99. Um, I only played the game for about 30 to 45 minutes. It wasn't super difficult, but it was just kind of frustrating to me, like overall playing the game. Uh, what made the game like frustrating for you? Most, well, no, I can't say mostly the keybinds, but the keybinds were a part of it. The overall, the gameplay to me seemed pretty simple. It made sense, like the like the mechanics were easy. The keybinds were pretty awkward for keyboard. I'm not sure how it was for a controller, but it seemed pretty awkward to like move around, and that's part of the reason I was frustrated. For as another uh, person who played with the keyboard, I actually did find the controls a little difficult at first, but. I was able to mod them to be much more comfortable for me, and even though it was still a little uncomfortable, I just kept playing until I got used to them. I ended up playing for four hours, and the game wasn't- well, it was mostly just difficult whenever I entered combat, especially when it came to a boss fight. But other than that, it's not that bad. As someone that played on controller, I found it pretty simple. It's like other 2D platformers or with um, combat, whether that be Ori, like the Ori series or any other 2D series. It was pretty simple, it was easy to grasp, and I didn't find the game all too difficult, as again, the controls were fairly simple, but it can get challenging when it gets to some boss fights and later in the game. I played around 18 hours, but in the end I wasn't able to finish it. From what we found looking up about the game, it could take about 40 hours to finish, or if you're a completionist, even longer. Did anything about the gameplay help make the experience easier for you guys? I don't know. I think the fact that it was like simple gameplay-wise kind of made the keybind thing being awkward slightly less frustrating for me. But then at the same time, also the fact that it was so easy and I couldn't do it because of the keys was frustrating. I also just am not very patient, so I didn't have the patience to like continue using it and get used to the keybinds, so that also is part of it. For me, I found it um, pretty easy. 
as I've played other games similar to this, like again the Ori series, or Dead Cells, or also Hades, even though that's not really a platformer, but it's kind of similar. Um, I thought that the only real difficulty I had was mainly in the boss fights, but that wasn't much of the binds or anything. It was just like timing and skill, pretty much. Yeah, I also found that during the boss fights, I've never won a single bus boss fight on the first try. It took me retrying and developing a strategy, depending on the boss. And I think that could actually go for a good chunk of the enemies in the game. Although, of course, a good chunk of enemies do share the same strategy. So you don't have to, like, plan it out every single time you encounter someone. Joycelyn, how was combat for you? I only really fought those, like, little flying bug things and the ones that were on the ground because I only played for, like, 30 minutes. Uh, it was simple and I understood it. But also at the same time, some of the game was kind of laggy. It was hard for my computer to process it. That was also another reason why I got frustrated. A lot of the same problems I had with Angerfoot, I had with this game. Where the visuals were really, really cool and I liked them when I was standing still. But then as soon as I tried to actually play the game, I couldn't because it was too much for my computer. So I had to turn everything down and then it was still a little bit laggy and like things didn't really happen the way I wanted them to and it got me frustrated and then I stopped playing. Well that's honestly like a huge shame because there was a lot to do uh, within the game which does probably explain why there was so much that it overloaded your computer. Because when you play the game there's like a really huge map with a lot of exploring and, well, by proxy, fighting to be done. It does make sense that, like, with all that you could do in the game, the game is huge and um, some computers, such as yours, couldn't handle it. So, what did you guys think about the gameplay? I thought the gameplay was really fun overall. Um, it was a really vast world and it gives you a lot of freedom in most places. Um, there are many upgrades to collect and a lot of boss fights that are challenging usually but after a few tries you develop a strategy and eventually beat it there are also many secrets to uncover which also expands the world greatly the combat is really satisfying yet also challenging as every death means you have to fight your way back to your body to reclaim your money it greatly rewards patience and skill everything revolves around timing and patterns these patterns allow you to find safe moments to either strike your enemies or heal if you must. You can find upgrades to raise weapon damage or give you more health, which can help you greatly. Equipable charms can alter your playstyle as well, from increasing your attack distance or gathering more souls to changing the abilities you have. Most of the content available is optional, yet it doesn't feel like filler. For the reasons that you listed, I also I actually really like the gameplay too. Uh, one of my favorite things about the game was being able to do a lot of exploring around the huge map. And also, I actually had a lot of fun with the combat, as um, difficult as it could get, especially with the boss fights. And it was really helpful to me, as someone who's not good at combat games. It was pretty helpful to have those upgrades, like getting focus so that I could heal, or spells so that I could attack from a distance. Because when it came to melee combat, I've only played for four hours and I still have not gotten a hang of timing 
even though it's a pretty big thing in the game. Is it just me or did you also notice that there's some grinding required in the game for you to be able to kind of progress? Because there are some areas that I wanted to get to, but I noticed that I didn't have a lot of uh, masks and I didn't have a lot of money for upgrades and charms. Did you have that same experience? I did find some places um, required a little bit of grinding as you couldn't reach some places without getting like a dash or say a wall climb upgrade. So you would have to go back and forth sometimes if you did want to discover some places. But overall, if you play through the game and just, I guess, purely on the main course without exploring, you don't have to do much grinding. Okay, that's good. Uh, because that is like part of why I had stopped progressing. Because I got to a stage where I needed to do some grinding, and personally that's just something I tend to not like about gameplay. What are your guys' thoughts on the visuals? Well, I mean, I already kind of said I really enjoyed the visuals. I thought they were really cool. I thought the cutscene... I don't know if there is multiple. I only saw one. I thought it was cool. I thought it was really interesting. And then, again, like I said, it was kind of laggy. But it was like a combination of things. It wasn't just the visuals. Yeah, in general, it was really, really good. It was really cool. Yeah, I found them very beautiful too. That was one of my favorite parts of the game. The way I describe them is dramatic, kind of spooky. Uh, I still think all the characters are really cute and I really like the fantasy vibe of the game. And on the contrary to what you said, this is definitely just because of my computer, but I actually found the animation to be very smooth and that was something that I loved about the game. As someone who played on the Xbox version of the game and most of the things are already preset for you, like frame rate and visuals. Um, I found the game to be still really nice even though I was playing on a TV rather than a PC or a laptop. I actually found the visuals to be absolutely stunning with amazing animation and it pairs really well with what's going on around you and like sound design. The sound stuck out to me a lot, not only because of the cool music that you hear right from the loading, right from the title screen, but I also took note of the sounds that you hear when you walk, when you attack, uh, the sounds of the monsters, and especially the voice acting. I found the sound design to be really good from just walking on different surfaces to fights and hits on enemies to even just the sounds enemies make. And the different enemies you face, they each have this different vibe and different sounds that they create. The music and the soundtrack is really nice to listen to and it gives each area a different feeling and each section of the map feels completely different. It can go from a warm, lush, like type of foresty vibe to a cold and dry kind of arctic vibe yet they all feel really connected in this one big world uh, i thought the music was really cool i enjoyed it but i didn't really like the sound effects and stuff because i was afraid of them so <laughs> i kind of just uh i think that was the only reason i didn't like them though like i think they were cool but i was afraid so i didn't like them when you say like the sound effects, are you talking about say how the enemies sound like? Uh, yeah, and like 
the noises when you move and stuff. I think it just kind of scared me. I don't know. <laughs> I might have been like anxious already when I was playing it. It might have been that. I think that's a sign that the sound designer did their job well then because I mean, you shouldn't be encountering a monster or you shouldn't be getting hit or losing your like losing your life and just having a calm vibe about it, yeah. you know? I I said they were cool in my notes, but I also said I was scared. So <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, they were they did their job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got to hear the voice acting, right? From the characters? I don't think I noted anything about it though. I didn't note anything about the voice acting, honestly. It was just kind of voice acting. That's a shame, because I actually really like the voice acting. It's it's not English in the slightest. It's a, just a made-up language, but to me, I just thought it was really cool that it sounds like it actually could be another language, and it's not just gibberish, and I thought the voices were honestly pretty cute. Well, I mean, when games have voice acting, I think that's really impressive, honestly. Just in general. Yeah. And I found it even more impressive that it's not, it's like not even English or any sort of spoken or written language. Yet it still sounded like a cohesive language overall. I just think that it shows, like it shows that they put a lot of thought and effort into the story and the writing of the game. When there's like a different language that they've created to fit their world. I think that's really impressive. This game seemed to have a lot of detail in the world building. Which is not only evident in like the dialogue that you get for when you talk to characters who like reveal about their lives and what they're doing and what history they know, but you also see that in the levels themselves. Yeah, I think the world overall that was created has such a nice vibe to it and everything that you do or everything that happens just adds to that. It really all pulls together to immerse you into into the world of hollow nest and the sound i don't know it feels like it grounds you in it even if some people may not like how everything sounds chaislin <laughs> l look i thought the sounds were cool i just was scared okay which i think <laughs> i mean that was kind of the point of the sounds right like i wasn't supposed to not be scared of them do you guys have a favorite or least favorite part about the game? Probably the music was my favorite part of the game, just in general. I enjoyed it. I also didn't really get that far into the game to experience much else, so I have limited choices. I think <laughs> I think I just don't really like 2D platformers. It's also just another thing. It's probably my least favorite thing was just the type of game it is. I think it's just me though. Like, I think it's just like a preference thing. It's not anything wrong with the game. It's just it, my preference for games is not this type of game. It's hard to pick one favorite about Hollow Knight. I really like the sound design and the music all behind it. But I also really like the lore, both in and out of the game and from the people you talk to in-game and also just the things you can find and look up online the lore is really immersive and it's really well built yeah i think one of my favorite parts was going around to find out more about the world and the lore the thing that i liked most when i played was trying to find any secrets that i've missed because the maps 
Like, they're really huge, and the map that you acquire itself serves as a hint to help you figure out where you have not gone yet. And then in the places that you haven't looked yet, you can find lore clues, which is uh, a great reward. For the least favorite part, it's really small, and it's also a preference thing. It was just that the prospect of having to do some grinding, just any bit of grinding, really turned me off. But I think that's just me and having memories of Genshin Impact, really. Because I just prefer games where I get to very easily progress through the game. So I'm just not used to having to... <laughs> I'm just not used to having to actually put in effort. Oh god. <laughs> would you recommend the game? I would recommend this game. Even though I personally didn't like it, I think it's a very cool game. I thought all of the art was cool. I thought this, the music was cool. The sound design was cool. I didn't really experience the like story part of the game because I didn't play for long enough, but I, I'm pretty sure it's really cool. I would recommend it if you like adventure games. Uh, 2D animation was really good in the game. I think it, it's just a good game overall to play. As long as you're not like me. <laughs> I would definitely recommend this game pretty much to anyone. It's always, it's just a good game to play and you won't even really have to finish it to like the game. And I would, again, recommend it to anyone except Joycelyn, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Dang. <laughs> Yeah, I also recommend the game too. I found it to be a pretty exciting adventure overall, and even though I said, oh, I don't like putting in effort, it's, um, it actually is pretty fun to be challenged when it comes to your battle strategy, as well as being challenged with your ability to just complete, uh, complete areas and try to figure out, or, and try to navigate as much of the world as you can. I also don't recommend it to Joycelyn. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but, well, that's, well, like, okay, I have, I have a reason. <laughs> okay, this just is, um, I guess overall, I just don't recommend it to players who, say, would be prone to possibly rage quitting, because I do find this as a challenge to one's determination and, pa and patience, because, uh, well, getting used to the feel of the game, as well as getting used to acquiring a battle strategy, is pretty important when it comes to progressing. Uh, with all that in mind, I rate it an 8 out of 10 tokens. What about you guys? I rated it a 6 out of 10. Again, all of this was my, like, preferences. Just didn't really fit the game, like, itself. It was, like, nothing wrong with the game. It was just, I personally didn't enjoy it. I gave the game a 9 out of 10. I just really enjoyed it. You guys shouldn't listen to Joycelyn. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, look, I think it's just a preference thing. I can see that this is a really, really good game. Like, it's really well made. It's very interesting. There's a story going on. It's just a lot is going on. And me personally, I couldn't handle it. But I think most people, if you have the patience and the determination, you definitely will enjoy this game. I just don't. With all that in mind, overall, we're at an average of 7.6 out of 10 tokens for Hollow Knight. Awesome job, Team Cherry. Thank you guys for joining us on this episode of Indie House. And Aiden, thank you for joining us today. Thank you guys for having me. Be sure to rate the episode and let us know your thoughts. And if you have any game suggestions, catch us next week on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. See y'all on the next level. Bye.